Good day to everyone. We want to welcome each and every one of you. We're so excited again that you're here with us for another lesson, another week um, of studying the Bible. Uh, we got David here with us again today. David, thankful uh, that you're here. I'm back. Uh, excited, excited that you're here. I've been a little lonely uh, the past couple of weeks, um, but uh, glad that glad that you are here with us again. And um, you know, I believe. Uh, David, I know you're going to kind of lead us in a discussion today, lead us through a lesson, but you know, I believe, you know, that this podcast that we do each and every week, you know, I believe it's a blessing to someone. We don't see that. We don't know who that is, but I do believe it can bless someone um, out there. We pray that as we send this out, uh, as we take time out of our day uh, to prepare this, uh, we pray that it resonates with just one person. Uh, and so I believe and I know you do as well, David, and have faith that if we're faithful to Christ uh, and His Word and we're faithful to the Word of God, if we're faithful uh, to just do as He does and teach uh, this, the Bible, if we just teach this, you know, we cling to the promise of uh, Isaiah 55, 11, which reads, So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty. It shall not return to me void, but it will accomplish that which I purpose, and it shall succeed uh, in the thing for which I have sent it. That's encouraging uh, to me for sure, that if we just tell people, uh, God will God will take care uh, of the rest. So why don't we, before we get started here, I'll lead us in prayer, uh, and we'll, get, we'll dive right into uh, today's study. Father God, I thank you, God, for this opportunity. I thank you. Uh, just for the ability to to be able to do this, uh, God, just come to your house and uh, talk to you, talk about you, Father, study you, learn about you, Father, and uh, we're just thankful that we have the opportunity to do this. So, God, I pray right now that you just uh, uh, prepare our hearts, uh, open our eyes, open our ears to see you, to hear you through your word, Father. And Father, just uh, reveal yourself to us. Allow the Holy Spirit to uh, uh, indwell in us, Father. And uh, we just thank you. Thank you for this opportunity uh, to be able to uh, come to come before you uh, and study uh, and talk about you, Father. So be with us. Uh, lead, guide, and direct us, uh, Father. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. So, David, as we were talking earlier, I think we're going to talk about uh, the the legacy of Christ. Is that right? It is. Uh, so lately, uh, here past, I think it's been a week now, Thursday. Yeah, it's been a week. My grandmother passed away, and you know, I not no no hard feelings. Absolutely none. Um, just you know, it's almost like. You're excited for her. I mean, for me to even, you know, I was, I was just thinking the other day, you know, I'm not upset at all. You know, and the life, and we're going to talk about this life that, you know, you leave behind, the life that she left behind. Um, when I thought about her, I thought, legacy for Christ. And I thought, and the Lord's been just wearing me out the past week and a half, and ever since she's died. And, you know, I said something at the funeral in this manner, so the Lord's just been building and building upon this, you know, looking at her life and how she lived her life. So today, um, you know, I'm going to, we're going to go to Scripture, but this is going to be a topic today that, um, you know, and we're going to talk on Scripture, but mainly trying to get your perspective, your purpose, and we've talked about the purpose, you know, we've talked in the past, we've talked about, you know, last time I was here, the attitude of Christ, um, <clears throat> but this topic should be your story that we're going to talk about. So the first thing we're going to go over is I say legacy for Christ, and when I get this picture of my life, this is what's been happening in my heart lately. My life, I have a story to write. On my tombstone, 
This is what I thought. I thought on my tombstone, how neat would it be for it to say, Legacy for Christ, David Craig. And I thought, that's, that would be the ultimate goal. That would be the ultimate purpose. I mean, literally, you know, we mow a couple graveyards, but you go by, weed eaters going by the graveyard, mainly with all that sees those tombstones, but when they go by that and see legacy for Christ, fulfilled purpose. You know, and I am going to challenge you guys today in this podcast, shouldn't that be what you want on your tombstone? You know, I'm going to challenge you. Do you want that? We're going to think about it today. We're getting, we're going to die. You're going to have a story to write. You know, and I, the legacy of Christ, David Craig. The legacy of Christ, Jonathan Kerr. You know, that, do you want that? I asked the question to you tonight, do you want want that you know a lot of people want this on their gravestone or want this but really isn't that isn't that the the picture we want isn't that what we the fulfillment the ultimate goal so i ask you the question right now in the podcast do you want that if you can't answer the question and say yeah that's what i want then we've got a problem and you say, David, I've never thought about that. I'm so consumed with myself and, and how I'm just going to live my life. And it's about me and this and this and that. And i got to work here, do this, to get there, get this. And busyness comes in the way. And all of a sudden, perspective, legacy for Christ, where'd that go? It's gone. Out the window. It's about me. It's about, it's about us. It's about I. And so tonight... You know, in order to leave a legacy for Christ, this is what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about how. We're going to talk about, you know, in in tune with God and how we can consistently walk in that. So I ask you the question, do you want that name on your testimony? You know, you want to know a fact tonight? You are going to see Jesus. That's a fact. What you're working on all day long and worried about, that ain't no fact. That's worry, anxiety, that's coming from the devil. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But a fact is you you will see Jesus. Is he going to say, well done, Johnny. Well done, David. Because really that's it. That's what matters. So that tombstone, that, that picture of her death, I thought, she did. Every, she lived by faith. She served children from, the, from when they started their ministry, from 40 to 65. She gave every day of her life serving kids, traveling around this country, because she knew that's what God wanted. She lived by faith. They didn't have a lot of money. They didn't have no money when she died. You know, living by faith, but her ultimate... You know, what she did on this earth when she died, went to heaven, the Lord was, yes, Virginia, thank you so much for serving. Thank you so much for the thousands of kids that I'm going to see because of your service, because of what you sacrificed. She didn't live for herself. She didn't go get the perfect car. She didn't go get the forerunner. She didn't go get this. She didn't go get that. She said, no. I hope I have enough money to get food for camp today. Because that's what mattered. That's the legacy she wanted to leave. You know, they served the Lord. Her and my grandpa served the Lord with everything they had. I think legacy for Christ about them. They stood on the truth. They stayed on the truth. And they finished on the truth. You got to think about this, podcast listener. Because death is coming and you will see Jesus. What's it going to say? Perspective. I just took all your worry away today because everything you were worrying about was had nothing to do with legacy for Christ. Nothing. You know, impacting this world for Jesus is what matters. Jesus promises to take care of you. 
Let him. Live for him. So do you want that? I'm trying to get the perspective right. Podcast listener tonight, you have now have to answer to God because David Craig has said on this podcast, you have a chance to leave a legacy for Christ today, starting today. No one's ever probably told you that, pushed you to that, shown you that, but today it starts. What are you going to answer to God now? Well, I, I got caught up in me and the world and the things of the world and I started to live for myself and started to control. We want to control everything. So I ask you, do you want that? And the second question I asked myself before when I was studying this is, why do I want that? Why do I want to leave a legacy for Christ? Because if you look at what Jesus has done, so I'm, I'm, ta- I'm getting perspective right here. The goal, the ultimate story you want to live in your life is legacy for Christ. Living for Christ, serving the Lord with everything you have. Jesus says, do everything 100%. Why do I want that? Why do I want to live, leave a legacy for Christ? Because the answer, because what he's done on the cross, because... Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Ephesians 2.8, For by grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourselves it is the gift of God, lest any man should boast. The gift of God. Why do I want to leave a legacy for Christ? Because He gave all. He is giving you eternity. All you have to do is accept it. It says Acts 16.31, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Jesus offered the ultimate sacrifice and gave you the gift all you have to do is believe why do i want to leave this legacy because of what he's done for me that's why when you accept jesus into your heart and you ask him lord i understand you went to the cross you died on the cross for me and my sins so that i don't have to die so that i can live eternal life so that i can get so that i don't i don't This is the hard part right here. We're living in it. We have eternity because of what he's done. We don't see that picture. We can't even live this 70 years that we might get for him. When we know if we truly believe, eternity is with him. You know, perspective, legacy for Christ. You will see Jesus, whether you're saved or not. I ask you the question, do you want that on your tombstone? Are you living like it? Can people say that about you? Because if they can't, then you don't have to answer to me, but you got to answer to Jesus. Man, we, oh, I started listening to this podcast because I was having a bad day and worrying this, that, and the other. Wait, why are you worrying? Jesus says, cast all your care upon me, for he cares for you. Wrong perspective. Jesus said, I promise to take care of every one of your needs. With God, all things are possible. So when we begin to understand, you know, legacy for Christ is the goal. My goal, David Craig, after, you know, the past week and a half, God has been wearing my life out about, David, this is what it's about. I'm coming back. That is a fact. You're going to see his face, podcast listener. How you gonna you're gonna say, but Lord, I just didn't I just didn't fully what grasp that he died on the cross for you? That when you thought you said or you accepted Christ as your personal savior and made him Lord of your life, that he's not Lord of your life? Because when you accept Christ, he begins to be the Lord of your life. He begins to so is he? I said, deep thought. It's really hard for Jesus to be Lord of your life when you turned on this podcast and you were worried and consumed and, and this world had you turned upside down. 
with anxiety really hard. You know, perspective's not right. We're not understanding the truth. So I asked the question today, do you want that? The second thing, why do I want that? I said, I got to tell you why. I got to tell you why I want to live this legacy for Christ. I told you of what he's done, the picture of the cross. And you say, no, David, you know, I just don't have that feeling. I just don't want that. So, what do you want? You know, you got to ask yourself the question, if you don't want to leave a life, a legacy for Christ, my Bible says that if you ain't living for the Lord, you're living for the devil. Now, you got to ask yourself, when you see Jesus, Jesus is going to say, I'm sorry, I didn't know you. That's what he's going to say. You know, I'm not trying to scare nobody. I'm telling you the realest thing and the fact. You know, the only thing that matters is what you do for Christ. Nothing else. You know, God promises to supply every need. With God, all things are possible. You can overcome casting all your care upon Him. You know, the answer lies within Jesus. Jesus promises to take care of you. And while you wait, you're supposed to serve Him. We're going to get into that. We're going to read Scripture on that. But I'm getting the perspective today. I am pushing you to understand. I know I'm not wrong. I know. I don't got to sit here and say, Man, I hope I didn't miss it tonight because I ain't missing it tonight. You will see Jesus. And you're either going to be ashamed. He's either going to say, I'm sorry. But I didn't know you. And he's going to say, I didn't know you. You had a chance after chance, but you didn't understand what I really did for you. You didn't understand. You never got it. That's a scary situation, but that's real. That's facts. I have, that shouldn't scare you. I mean, it will if you're not saved. But that is, that's what's going to happen. And I know... That when I see Jesus, I want him to say, David, you, you went in and you, and you struggled a little bit, but you kept coming after me. You kept pursuing after me. You messed up, but Lord, you came after me. You came running. You came, you came after me and sought after me. And he says, well done, Johnny. Well done, David. Or is he going to say, podcast listener, I didn't know you. I didn't know you. I'm sorry. I tried. I threw this at you. I tried to show you. I was sitting there knocking. Romans 3.20. We're going to read it in a minute. He sits at the door and he's knocking. He wants to live. He wants to be right beside you. He wants to walk this life with you. But we don't want him to. We get so caught up in controlling every situation. But that's not what he wants. So I ask you the question, do you want that? Do you really want a legacy for Christ? Well, before I turn this podcast on, I never once thought about that. But now you have. So now you will answer to Jesus. You were going to answer anyway. Now I just prepared you. So we're preparing this factual happening thing that's going to take place. But I say, if you don't want that, what do you want? Maybe you've lost your focus. We backslide. Been there. Happened. Sin. Maybe you've never been able to focus because you're not saved. Maybe you've never been able to see God work because you really don't know Him. Maybe you just don't understand who God is. So tonight, I'm going to explain the legacy journey begins now. Because maybe you don't understand. Maybe you forgot this perspective. Maybe you forgot the purpose. But once again, I don't know your heart. Maybe you don't know Him. 
All this we're going to talk about in a minute. You got to ask yourself the question. If you've accepted Christ, he should be Lord of your life. So I ask you, listener, is he Lord of your life? You say, David, what's that look like? And I hadn't got far in my notes, but what does that look like when Jesus is Lord of your life? Well, to me, that looks like communication every day. To me, that looks like not only praying to Jesus, but listening to Jesus. How do you listen? You read the, through the Word. Be still and know that I am God. When's the last time you said, God, I'm struggling with this, I need help. And stopped. And listen. You know, and searched after God. I am telling you right now, I am holding God accountable because I know my God will come through. If you truly search God with your whole heart, you will find God. You say, I haven't found Him. Well, you haven't searched. Oh, God shows up when you really let go of pride, when you get the sin out of your life, and you search after Him. You better hang on. Because God's a big God. God requires a lot. Not to get to heaven, but to follow after Jesus. It is not hard. Or it is hard. We've, we've seen the persecution topic. You will be persecuted in your faith. You will struggle. So the legacy journey begins tonight. And I say, the only way um, the legacy journey begins is if maybe you fully don't understand. It begins tonight. You must know to leave a legacy for God. You also must know your enemy. In order to leave a legacy for Christ, you must know the enemy. Because the enemy comes to rob, steal, and kill your joy. The enemy wants to sift you as wheat. Luke 22, 31, 32. And he's talking to Peter here. Jesus is. We're, talking to, we're going to talk about the enemy because you must know about the enemy. You must know what you're going to face in this world. You can't leave a, a legacy for Christ if you don't know the foe. You can't. Jesus is talking to Peter. And he says, Simon, Simon. And Simon is what? A follower after Christ. Which means that is just like you. Oh wait. If you're a follower of Christ. Okay? So he is talking to you. Behold, Satan hath desired to have you. That he may sift you as wheat. And I am... I have shown this video to the class before, but sifting wheat on a wheat thing, they are constantly beating it and thrashing it and hitting it and beating it and beating all the, the, the seeds out of the, the wheat thing. That is what Satan wants to do to your life until every bone in your body is broke. Do you get this picture of the enemy yet? Behold, Satan is coming after you and wants to sift you as wheat. Okay, so we're beginning the legacy. So in order to overcome, in order to win, in order to attain, in order to become a champion for Christ and leave this ultimate legacy, you got to know the enemy. So you must know the enemy is coming. And he will. He's trying to sift you as wheat. Another thing, enemy wants to rob still your joy. I don't know where that's at, but I know it's in there. We're going to go to 1 Peter 5.8. We're talking about the enemy here. And we, we have to understand that the enemy is good at what he does. I mean, truthfully, he really is. 1 Peter 5.8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. So we're getting a little taste of this enemy. You know, if I'm not mistaken, I'm starting to understand all the worry, all the stress, all the sin in my life, all the, you know, 
right here. What did it say? Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, is a roaring lion, walking about, seeking, is coming after me. He's coming after Johnny. He does. He wants to, he would love for me and Johnny to stop talking about Jesus because we're trying to help people see the truth. We're trying to help people see facts. That Jesus has overcame death, defeated Satan, and is the ultimate true one. The only one. So we're understanding the enemy. I like this next verse, James 4, 7. We're still on the enemy. You got it? Yeah, James 4, 7. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Submit yourselves to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So now I'm beginning to give you a little, how do we defeat the devil? This was a little, you know, we're talking about the devil. But I just give you a fundamental to overcoming the devil. It says, submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist. Turn away. Go away from. Resist the devil. And he will flee from you. But a lot of us don't like that first part. Submit yourselves therefore to God. We don't like that. Because we want to control. We want to get the devil out without submitting to God. So we want to say, man, I really don't want to fall in that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to drink no more. I don't want But we want to get the devil out our own way. It's not, he's not going anywhere. He is staying right where he's at. Because that's not... What truth says? Yeah. So if I want to get the devil out, we're understanding the devil and who he is. Submit yourselves to God. Okay, submitting to God. What's that look like, Donnie? When you start to submit to God. I think when you start to submit to God... Uh, it's with every it, it's first of all with everything that you have you give it over to him um, the only way we resist the devil is if we submit to God I think we need to give credit where credit is due I hate to say that but the devil will eat your lunch David you say that all the time we think we're big and bad we think we can stand up to temptation by ourselves we think we can battle sin by ourselves, but you cannot do it. You didn't defeat sin. Christ defeated sin. I think for me, when I say submit, I think you have to turn away from yourself. It's no longer has anything to do with you. So like in sin and pride, and pride is the root of all evil. So mainly sin comes from pride and I and me and what I want. So pride is the root of all evil, which that's a fact, that's Bible. So when I think of submitting, all of a sudden, it's not about me. So when you are with the devil, resisting the devil, when you're with the devil, it's about you. It's about I. Because the devil wants you to cling to me, my. It's all about me. Like, I need it. I. Ah, my feelings. Well, they hurt my feelings. But submitting yourself to God, you no longer care about your feelings because you let God take care of you. You say, and you have to turn over. Submitting to God means, okay, God, this is what I'm struggling with, but I'm going to serve you today. So, like, it's a complete opposite of you know, it's submitting is a complete opposite of you have to be selfless. Yeah. And so, you know, we're talking fundamentals of how you must know the devil in order to live this legacy life that we all should want. You have to know the enemy. You have to know the fundamentals of how to overcome the enemy. So how the first thing I bring into the table here 
to overcome the enemy is submitting yourself to God. So when I submit, I no longer, it's not about David, it's about what I can do for God. Because God says, cast all your cares upon me for he cares for you. So I'm going to let God care for me. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? I'm going to let God care for me. We don't get that. We want to care for us. So you really don't. So what you're doing is not trusting. And that's another key thing. that. And you say, man, this is getting complicated. No, it's you let God worry about you. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not into your own understanding. So when you're doing that too, you're resisting the devil. Because you're looking to God. You're telling God, you're a good father. And I fully understand that you're going to take care of me. Do you? But why are you carrying it today? Because if you carried it, you didn't understand how good your God is. You didn't give it up to Him. So submitting yourself to God means trusting in Him to take the burden out of your life. Because He will. But it only goes away when submitting your life to Him and you say, I'm having the worst day of my life and I'm sick and I can't get out of bed. But I'm going to make a phone call to a friend and say, how you doing? Do you know my Jesus? That's what I mean by submitting to God. So perspective change. So how do we resist the devil? How do we get the devil out of our lives? We stop thinking about us. We get I out of the way. So we're understanding the devil. We're overcoming the devil. Another thing you must know is Ephesians 6.11. And we've talked about uh, the spiritual warfare. And I know if there are listeners out there, you listen to the spiritual warfare message. And I'm going to, and I talked about this, Ephesians 6.11. You got that one? Ephesians 6.11. Yep. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. So I, I got this verse written down in my notes because I want you to know Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the, wi- the schemes and wiles of the devil. So that tells me that devil's coming after you. That ye may be able to withstand. I fully understand that as the devil's coming after me. Am I not? Am I misinterpreting that, or is that what you get from that? Yeah. Like the devil's coming. Absolutely. So. <laughs> In order to live this legacy life, you got to know the enemy wants to eat your lunch. I'm telling you that, Christian, brother, sister, listening. The enemy wants to destroy you, sift you as wheat, rob your joy, take your life, tear it apart. A few more things about Satan. Temptation, same old temptation. Satan's purpose for you is to tempt you and continue to make you struggle through every temptation. Everything you struggle with, he's going to constantly tempt you with it. Purpose of Satan. Another thing Satan tempts you with is we think God don't understand. Satan wants to trick you to think God don't understand. He's not here with you. Let me tell you, friend, God understands. He understands every temptation. He lived on this earth. And you want to talk about temptation? Try this one. Tell me he doesn't understand. Okay, he went to the mountain for 30 days, 40 days. And he was hungry. You say, no, he wasn't hungry. No, he was starving. And the devil tempted him with food. The devil tempted him. I I dare you to make this out out of this circumstance. Oh, you can have this, this, and this. And just give yourself some bread. He was tempted. When he was at his weakest. It says, it says in uh, Matthew 4, 4, And after fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And then the tempter came. So you want to say he wasn't hungry. You want to say he wasn't tempted. tempted. You want to say he wasn't persecuted. Mm. You say, well, Jesus did, just doesn't know how bad I was hurt. Oh, really? Every one of his disciples, Peter stabbed him in the back, his best friend. He said, you're going to deny me. But I'm going to go die for you anyway. I know what you're about to do. No people followed him and then they couldn't show their face. 
when he went to the cross. I'm going to hide under the bushes. Talk about hurt. You tell me you came in with hurt today listening to this podcast. Well, Jesus was hurt. So when I tell you Satan's purpose for your life is temptation, he wants you to think that God doesn't understand, but he does. He will sit down, but God will sit down beside you and hold your hand in every situation you ever face. And I will hold God accountable to that. Right here, right now. Satan's goal, you want to know another thing. I'm talking an awful lot about this enemy because you need to respect him. Satan's goal for your life, he wants to keep dragging you down so that you miss out on every blessing God has for you. Same thing we said earlier in in the Bible, it says Satan comes to rob, steal, and kill your joy. He wants you to keep, he wants to keep every blessing from you. That, so you're starting to understand this enemy. And this enemy lives in this world. He loves the things of this world. It's all the things that you're trying to build your life around right now. That's devil. That's the enemy. You know, we're, <clears throat> the things of this world. Satan doesn't want you to walk straight. Right in line with tune with God. Satan wants you to walk down this path that everybody else is walking down. Satan doesn't want you to have a fellowship with God. Satan doesn't want you to talk to God. Satan wants the worst for you. You know what he wants? He wants to ruin your marriage. You know what the devil wants to do? He wants to ruin your marriage and then he wants to step back and laugh. And watch the bickering. Watch the confusion. Watch the hurt. And he's sitting there saying, (laughs) Got him again. That's the enemy. That's who I'm talking about. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to sift you like wheat. Tear your life. Break every bone. And then he laughs. And says, got you again, David. Well, I'm going to wear you out, boy. And he's laughing when you're hurting, when you're weeping, when you ain't got nothing left and you can't get up off the ground. He is kicking you in the face. That's the devil. Oh, he disguises it well. He does. He's the ultimate tempter. He gets you to go down this road that looks so good. Oh, he will. But when you hit that bottom, he's sitting there laughing at you, saying, you fool. Got you. So we're beginning to start understanding the enemy. So in order to live this legacy life, you got to know the enemy. You got to understand his goal, his purpose. Satan's purpose wants to keep you from heaven. He wants to not, he don't want you to see God for who he is. Listen to this. God has the best life for you. Do you believe that? Then why aren't you living for him? So you're telling me God made me, but he don't know what he's doing. And he can't help me. Because you we're all we're all guilty of living our lives that way. Yeah. But I'm trying to get the perspective back. God has the best life for you. Wouldn't you guys agree? That God has made you and he has this life for you that's best. That's you know, Jesus promises joy. With Jesus, there's peace. That's what we're all trying to achieve every day is peace, homeostasis, and a balance of Christ in our life. That's it. That's what you're trying to do. To see Jesus for who He is. And Satan is trying to keep you from that. From finding the living and living this life for Jesus. That's what the Satan's goal is. So, I say if you're not living for Jesus, Satan's got you where he wants you. Say, David, that ain't, nah, you can't talk like that, David. Jesus don't got you. Because if you get Jesus, he's all over you. You know, I speak from experience. I have fallen. I've lived in a backslidden state. And I am talking to you tonight in a way that I understand that Satan is real. I'm not coming to you as I'm greater. I'm better. And I don't understand. I do. 
But I'm trying to get you to understand the enemy. I'm trying to get you to understand Satan's purpose and the last thing. Satan wants to keep and get your mind off God. That's it. That's what he wants you to do. When you're not thinking about God, you, you are toast. When you're not living your life for God, it says in Isaiah 26, 3 and 4, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. That's, that's, uh, man, that's Bible, David. So, in my terminology, Bible is truth. And truth is factual. So if I'm telling you, if you keep your mind on Jesus, you attain perfect peace. So did you today? If you didn't, simply, your mind wasn't on Christ. And Satan got, Satan won that battle today. I, I'm telling you how it is. I'm coming across pretty blunt. But you got to know your enemy. What good is it, Johnny, if you go out... Okay, national championships. Don't worry about that other team. Just, we'll just go out and do our thing. But if you don't understand, their defense comes strong left every time and we're our best going left. And they come left. It ain't working. I don't care how good you are. If you don't prep and understand the other team, the other side, and see it for what it is, they're running a safety over the top, coming across, hitting him every time. That's what they're doing. When you know that. When you know that. It's a lot easier to live your life. So when you know the enemy, it's a lot easier to live this legacy for Christ. So today, in order to start this journey, you must know the enemy. You must know what what the devil wants for your life. So I've talked a little bit about the enemy. But let me tell you about my Jesus. What are we doing? We're, we're, we're turning this legacy for Christ, the legacy for God. We're going to go to Revelations 3.20. The legacy journey begins when you accept Christ as your personal Savior and you make Him Lord of your life. And it starts in the relationship it starts in the fellowship with Christ. It starts through prayer. It starts <clears throat> It starts through fellowship. It starts through, you know, He gives you direction. And then I've talked about the relationship so much in, in our college and in our young adults class. And it's so important, the relationship with Christ. But when you begin this journey and this legacy for God, the relationship with Christ is what is how we began to live this legacy. You know, a day-to-day -day constant talk with Jesus. It's, good morning, Lord. Do you talk to Him that way? Why not? Good morning, Lord. I love you. Is there anything you need from me today? I know I gotta go work. But God, if there's something that you need from me, get me to where I go, where I need to go. Mm -hmm. Try living your life that way. When you begin the relationship not about you and searching after Him, your legacy begins. You know, the, when you accept Christ as your personal Savior, you make Him Lord of your life, you begin to fall in love with Jesus. You begin to get God. And I talked about this with the attitude of Christ. When you get God, you get God's love. And life is a lot easier when you got God's love. So you say, man, I'm trying to do this day. I'm trying to live this legacy for Christ. Man, it just ain't going smooth. Did you get God's love? Because let me tell you something. Is You ain't going to love nobody unless you have God's love. Mm -hmm. You can't love your spouse the way you need to love him or her. If you don't get God's love. Because why? God is the ultimate example of love. So if God's love is flowing from you because you went and got God in the relationship, you're now being the best husband you could possibly be by yeah. 
And it all started from relationship. And now we're beginning to live this legacy for Christ. Because it rooted from the relationship. Relationship is the... People miss it. People think it's about doing this, that, and the other. And, oh, i got to do this. And uh, the Lord want me to do this. Yes, He would. But if you're not in fellowship with Christ, that's what it's about. It's communication. And a lot of times we want to pray, pray about our needs. And we're all guilty of this. But in the relationship, oh, God, I need this. And I just have problems with this and that and the other. But if I were just to do that, you know, in the relationship with you know, my fiance, and constantly say, I need this, that, and the other, and this is the problem, this is the problem, and I don't stop to listen, she's probably going to be like, you need to start listening. So Jesus might be sitting there saying, you need to start listening. How you listen, you get in the Word. Like I said, be still and know. In the Word is where God speaks to you. <clears throat> Revelation 3.20. The legacy journey begins. Listen here. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him. And I will sup with him and, and he with me. But where does this legacy begin? Jesus is saying... I'm here. David, I want to help you. Johnny, I want to help you. He's sitting there saying, let me in your life. I need to come in. I can help you with this. What you're worrying. Hey. I think sometimes he's doing this. Let me in. We're like, no, I got this. And we walk away. And he's sitting on and the knot gets a little weaker. And you don't hear it no more. Maybe you don't hear the knock no more. Jesus, is, the legacy begins. He's knocking at the door. How, how does this begin when he's knocking at the door? What's it say there? Behold, I stand at the door. If any man hear my voice and open the door. Legacy begins when you open the door for Jesus. Open the door and get God. He wants to help you. I promise you. You are not meant to live this life in this pitiful state. You are not meant to live this life of like, oh no, when is he coming back? I can't make it no more. I just don't know. Like what is going on with this world? I don't even care what's going on with the world. The Lord is coming back fat. The Lord is standing at your door, whoever just said that. When, like, I can't wait for what is going on in this world. I'll tell you what's going on. The Lord is coming back, and He's coming back very soon. Your legacy might end in five years. And it starts today because you heard about how to leave a legacy. Jesus is knocking at your door right now. And He's saying, David, let me in. I can help you. Are you going to get to heaven? And He's going to say, I was knocking. I, I was knocking. You didn't open the door. You say, legacy begins, David, when you open the door for Jesus. And when you open the door for Jesus, hang on. Because you ain't asking for no little God. You ain't, you're asking for the God who's parted the waters in the Old Testament. You're asking for the God who died on the cross and defeated death to come into your life. Do you get that? Do you understand that, Johnny? When you open that door for God to come into your life, you're unstoppable. You are. Because when you get God, He's defeated everything. Yes, we fall. Yes, we falter. But the legacy is you get back up. And He's knocking and He's saying, I'm letting you back in, Lord. I had sin in my life and I shut the door on you. And that's so sad because we do it. We shut the door and we say, I got this. God, you were good then, but I can handle it now. That's what we say. Our life's good right this second. Man, I got everything going for me. Lord, I call on you in a little bit. 
The blessings. What did I say earlier? The devil wants to take away all the blessings. You leave God out. Forget the blessings. God wants to bless your life. And I'm not preaching this gospel of, oh, whoa, you're never going to have any problems, never going to have worries, stresses. You are. But I'm giving you that this is what the devil is trying to do. Understand that you have God. And Jesus sets at the door. And to live this legacy that we're talking about, you have to open the door. He is, you know, for the believer and for the one that doesn't know Christ, the one that's listening, that maybe one day someone's listening to this podcast and doesn't know Jesus, he's knocking at your door right now because I'm doing this. And Jesus is saying, open it. Please, I'm begging you, I'm coming back. And you got to know me. You got to know me. And Christian brother out there, let me tell you something. Open the door. Let God in your life. How do we resist the devil? We submit to God. Submitting to God means you open the door. And when you open the door, listen to this. I will. In my Bible, this is red letters, just so you know. Jesus, I ain't saying this. Jesus is saying this. I will come into him. That is a fact. So all this you carried into this podcast, you clicked it, and you're like, man, life is just getting me. Uh. You will Okay, you got the remedy. Not, Jesus is knocking. You open the door, and this is a promise from Jesus. I will come in. I will be with you. Remember me telling you Jesus promises to take care of every need you have. Jesus promises to come into your life. And when Jesus is in your life, I'm sorry, but that's, that's a big Jesus. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The same Jesus that done all the miracles. Walked on water. Turned water into wine. Walked across the sea, split the sea. Fed Elijah through the ravens. Name it. That's the same God that you opened the door to. Do you understand? Don't limit Him. You simply limit God when you open the door and just take your burden with it. You're saying, and it's kind of hurtful to the Lord, but the Lord is a loving and caring God and He understands that we just don't grasp Him. But now you do, because I'm telling you. He says, open the door. You have to open the door. No one else. I can pray my heart out for somebody at this altar. But if they don't open the door, they don't say, Jesus, come into my life and help me. Or Jesus, save me. He's not coming in. You have to open the door. You have to open your heart. He will come in. That's a promise. And not only that, He will sup with Him. Man, and He'll sit down beside you and give you everything you need. And you want to talk about supping with Jesus? Once again, it's not a little God I'm talking about. You fully get God. Open the door. He says He's going to come in. And then He says, another promise, I will sup with Him. That I'm going to sit down with Him. And I'm going to take care of Him. I'm not saying this. This is the one that, remember, we wanted this legacy for. Or did you? Or maybe the perspective wasn't. Right? Maybe the purpose wasn't right. Maybe the picture wasn't right in your mind. But now you got it tonight. The legacy begins when you open the door for Christ. I will come in to Him and will sup with Him and He with me. So I began to talk about the legacy for God. It starts in the relationship. It starts when you open the door. You begin to attain a relationship with Christ. You let God sup with you. We do that backwards. He's Let him sit beside you. When's the last time you just sat there and said, 
I'm going to take this verse, and I'm going to let you do this action here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to open the door. I'm going to open my heart. Lord, I've got, I'm carrying this. My bills, I just can't get there. I can't eat. I don't have any food. Maybe that's where you're at. My worries of where to go next. I'm waiting on somebody. My future is undecided. I'm waiting on a spouse. I'm waiting on a a husband. Open the door. Let him in. And when you sup with Jesus, the relationship begins. We now begin to start. Now we begin to have this journey of the legacy for Christ. So tonight, you know, I'm going to close up here. I got on one verse. But my God, don't need but one verse. You know, I tried to share the enemy. You must know the enemy. I do. I want you to respect the enemy for who he is. We should. But understand who your God is. Understand that the big picture is living a life, a legacy for Christ. If that's not your desire, you're either in sin, backslidden, simply don't know Jesus, and He will tell you, I'm sorry I didn't know you. I'm sorry I was knocking at your door. He will. That's not David. And fourthly, maybe you just didn't understand who God was, but tonight you got a little glimpse of how to begin. So, I challenge you. Open the door. Let God in. Let God be big. Um, I've got a bunch of stuff on getting God and understanding who this God is and understanding what God wants for your life. And I simply, we don't have time tonight, but this is enough to get you started. This is enough to get your focus aligned till next week and we'll have more fruit till next Thursday. Whatever it is. You know, I any fruit is good fruit. Anything we get. But begin. You know, Johnny, I'm sure it's going to be out a few more times. We can continue to talk about living this legacy. You know, in the times that he's off. And we can go back and forth in the Holy Spirit. And understanding who God is. And, you know, it's a beautiful thing to understand who Christ and this life that God wants for us. This purpose. And so tonight, I challenge the listener. Now, if you can't, if you don't want that, you got to question those things I ask you. You know, I'm going to pray, but I push you. I'm pushing the believer. I'm pushing the Christian to be able to understand what God wants for your life. You know, I'm not telling you it's all going to be prosperity. I'm not telling you you're not going to have problems. But in the midst of all that, Don't forget Jesus is knocking at your door. And he wants to come in and sup with you. When you let God sup with you, ha, that's a pretty big God. Let's pray. Dear Lord, God, I thank you for another day to live uh, for you, God, and how I work. You know, I didn't see many people today, God, but I was able to work. I was healthy. I want to say I thank you. I thank you for that. Thankful. Lord, and we come on this podcast tonight to only give you the glory. I know I talked about the enemy, and I don't give any credit to him, Lord, because I know you've defeated him. Uh, God, I, I hope and pray that someone can begin this focus and align their life to live a legacy for Christ, because Ultimately, God, I know that's what you want. I know. Lord, I ask that you help me. I can't change anybody that listens to this. I can't change Johnny. I can't ask them to do anything. All I can do is me. Lord, and I will see your face, and I know that. And I will have to answer. Whether it's well done or whether it's Why didn't you? God, I love you. And I just want to say I'm thankful that you showed me this truth. 
God, and I hope, I pray that you continue to hold me accountable. I pray that Donnie and I can hold each other accountable. When sin comes, when the devil comes, I pray that we can pick each other back up, get each other back on the road to live in the legacy. You know, along the way, there will be defeats, Lord, and I know that. But God, I pray I can one day hold up the ultimate victor, the ultimate prize for you, Lord, and that's living a life for you, God. I thank you again for everything I have, Lord. In your name, amen.